Good morning, and welcome to Hungry to Learn. I recognize you may not be listening to this in the morning, but where I sit, it's about 5.30 in the morning. I'm outside on my back porch, the birds are chirping, but there's this ominous smell of smoke in the air, which is indicative of a fire fire burning somewhere around us. I don't think it's in the city limits anywhere, but it's that kind of telltale sign of summer as things begin to dry out and fire season escalates. I wanted to share with you a message that I wrote actually as part of my blog series from not even 10 days ago. I'm going to read it as is, and then I want to follow up with some commentary, if you would allow me just to provide some additional personal insight. So here we go. This is from June the 11th. I just got home from the gym. I haven't bothered to shower yet. Sometimes the fullness of my heart and head is so overwhelming that I have to ease the pressure by writing some thoughts down. I was about three miles in on the treadmill watching Dead Poets Society when the tears just started flowing down my face. I understand that an elevated heart rate leads to an intensification of emotion, but somehow I think the tears would have come even if I had been standing perfectly still. Yesterday, a dear friend shared information about a trauma she's been experiencing. There is no clear path forward. There is fear. There is desperation. There is the utter brokenness of a mother's heart. So the tears flow as I pray and stand helplessly on the sidelines, going on with the living of my life while her world is totally upended. For me, being invested in someone else's life has always come with a deep sense of empathy. But oh, how I struggle with not letting that someone's pain become my own. In my heart, there's a tug of war between bear one, inert, bear one another's burdens, which is found in Galatians 6.2, and then be anxious for nothing, which is in Philippians 4, 6. But since college, I've really been an A student in anxiety. With adulthood and independence came a profound awareness of the broken nature of the world around me. If there wasn't something to be anxious about at the moment, then I would begin to worry about what might be coming down the road to inflict pain and suffering. Am I perfectly healthy? Well, there's likely a bad diagnosis ahead. Children seem to be doing well, just wait till they rebel. No major issues? I'll probably lose my job. My disturbing thought life produced pain of its own. Robbing any chance for peace and tranquility, my mind ensured that I had an endless stream of worries to concentrate on. Working in the nonprofit sphere certainly didn't help. Seeing countless people who were drug addicted, homeless, helpless, and dejected only served to further fuel my distress. It wasn't until recently that I came to a realization of how much of my life has been wasted by living in a state of anxiety. I think that we human beings don't like the notion of things being out of our control. The unpredictability of life leads us to an unconscious or even conscious need to maintain a firm grasp on anything we can regulate. For me, when an uncontrollable issue is introduced, my default mode is to worry and to think about it ceaselessly. After all, isn't worrying at least doing something? The revelation of my distorted thought process came slowly, but with an intensity that I couldn't ignore. Was I so desperate for a sense of control that I would willingly surrender my peace for the sole purpose of being the conductor of my own personal anxiety train? Sadly, I realized that the answer was yes. So, with this revelation, the question then becomes... What do I do when I experience pain or learn of someone else's pain? 
the simple answer really boils down to three steps. Pray, rest, and repeat. See, it's my anxiety. It produces nothing good. It doesn't solve the problems or reduce the discomfort. And if anything, it robs me of sleep and concentration. Prayer is an essential part of the process. Purposeful interaction with the Lord allows the rest to come. If I've placed the problems in his very capable hands, I must relinquish any misguided notion that he needs me to handle the situation. He may certainly give me some tasks to carry out, but the outcome? That's totally his responsibility. True rest comes in the choice to believe that he can be trusted with my burdens. And when the anxiety wells up again, it's time to start the prayer and trust process anew. This mental tug of war between rest and anxiety will likely last for the rest of my lifetime. But hopefully, as I continue to experience a deeper understanding of God's goodness and trustworthiness, my hands will more quickly realize the grasp on my side of the rope. The beautiful reality is that when I let go, God doesn't lose his balance and fall down. Rather, when he winds the rope, or I should rephrase that, when I let go of my end of the rope of the tug of war, God picks up his end, winds it in his strong hands, and has a smile on his face and says simply, child, go enjoy your day. I've got this under control. So that is from a blog post I wrote, like I said, about 10 days ago. And I want to give you some follow-up information because I think it's important that I'm not just writing this stuff down and not really trying to live it out. So since that time, well, I should say at that time, I had learned that I was going to need to look for another job. My contract is coming to an end, and I'm facing a very uncertain future as far as my employment is concerned. But since the time of writing that, we have had cancer introduced to our family, to a near family member that received a diagnosis. We are trusting God for a quick healing. And I'm not just saying a pie in the sky, oh, we're trusting God that everything's going to be fine. We really do believe that God's given us the peace that this is going to be okay. But it all boils down to this opportunity to look at our circumstances and either surrender our peace to it or choose to trust God with the outcome. And it is a daily choice. I kid you not. And I know that you've all experienced this. You have your own stuff in your own lives that you're dealing with. I just wanted to, I guess, offer an additional word that I'm just not writing stuff down or speaking stuff into the air, hoping that someone receives some inspiration from it. It's something that I struggle with. It's something that I understand that there are life lessons that I myself have to practice and walk through and live out because my choice is peace. I want this life to be one of value, one of joy, one of just living in such a way that I bring peace and calm to the people around me and that I experience the fullness of everything that God has created for me as I walk this earth. So as I close up, I just want to speak a word of blessing over everyone who hears this. And as you are facing your circumstance of uncertainty, of stress or anxiety, to take a moment, to inhale, to be purposeful, to relinquish the outcome to the Lord and say, this is in your hands. I trust you with whatever you want to do with it. And I choose to walk in peace. If you guys want to look at some more content, you're always welcome to go through my website, which is hungrytolearn.com. 
All the audio links are there for all the different platforms for the podcast, in addition to, gosh, years worth of blog entries. And uh, you can do search functions there if there are particular topics that you want to look for. Maybe just put in one or two keywords to see what it pulls up. So have an excellent day, and we'll speak again soon. You're listening to Hungry to Learn.